0: watch texas football today live every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com youtube facebook and twitch and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag tf today
1: yes yes y'all from the dave campbell's texas football mothership here in beautiful lewisville texas it's texas football today a show on the internet my name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Dutch of the Dorks, Miss 305. She's Ashley Pickle. Howdy, folks. What's up? How was your Texan life evening?
0: Um, we didn't have any games last night. We oh, do have games tonight. Yeah, most of them with the boys are on Tuesday night now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so know. we had a couple, not many. They went well.
1: Today is Tuesday, February twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. Hank was very excited this morning. That's the last day of February. Like he just he thinks it's very cool that like we have one like short month. He's like, ah, this is the last one. it's
0: nice imagine his surprise when he realizes that every four years there's an extra day of February
1: 268 (laughs) days until Thanksgiving happy 24th birthday okay to Luka Doncic
0: I don't like being older than a superstar
1: (laughs) from Ljubljana Slovenia our Slovenian our little Slovenian prince Mm. happy birthday little putty.
0: he blew a 27 point lead the other day
1: he didn't do anything Happy birthday.
0: Well, yeah, he didn't do anything like scoring, that's for sure.
1: Didn't the Spurs and the Mavericks play recently?
0: I don't know. I was watching. I was working.
1: I was doing high school basketball. Thank you. Episode 1,548. On today's show, folks, Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. We are going to discuss the... Math. idea of home field advantage in texas high school football and i've got some numbers to back up some theories we're gonna kick it around because i think there's actually an interesting argument here so we'll talk about that in the back half of the show we are going to be joined by the new head coach of the rockdale tigers coach hunter hamrick it is a homecoming for coach hamrick uh he's coming from ingleside he was the offensive coordinator for rockdale back in the mid 20 teens so we will hear from coach hamrick of Oh, Rockdale coming up here just a little bit. <laughs> oh, I saying Ingleside. wasn't Ingleside. Again, gonna, much now.
0: like yesterday, this is the point in the year where you have to remind yourself yes. where these coaches are working because it, it just kind of rolls off the tongue.
1: Hundred percent. Do we have first fourth of the door?
0: We sure do. It was just Chad. Zill0678, Andrew Christensen, and Tony Blaylock. Welcome in, fellas. Zill is very excited for Math Tuesday, which you know what makes me happy. The
1: whole world is really excited for Math Tuesday. Tuesday. Which listen, why keep the people waiting? It's time for Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. It's Math Tuesday here in Texas Football Today where we take an opportunity to dig inside the numbers and talk about uh, all things high school football, college football. And math. All with an eye towards math. Because that's what we are. We're math magicians around here.
0: Mm-hmm. And so I Do talk not look at our degrees from college.
1: <laughs> or our grades in math class.
0: Just trust us. I took one math course. Let's
1: talk. Did you? Yeah. Which one was it?
0: The super easy one. Like the beginner course,
1: ah, so that was it. Statistics too, and it ruled. Statistics was great. Let's talk a little bit about home field advantage. Yep. Um, and and I I am a little torn on the idea of home field advantage. So the 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 common narrative would be, if you play at home, that is you should you should have a small advantage um, in the game. Right? That, that being at home is in football, in, in, in the NFL usually as far as betting is concerned, it's about three points. Mm-hmm. It's About three points is where it, it tends to lie. Um, I'm a little torn though because I also think that while obviously there are hostile environments and things like that, I'm not sure it makes all that much of a difference mm-hmm. that if you're a better team, you're just going to be a better team. Now, In high school football, it's interesting because I don't think all home field advantages are created equal. One, obviously crowd size varies differently. Yeah. Uh, Stadium size varies differently. Mm -hmm. There's also a bigger gap between the good teams and the bad teams. And... I think the biggest thing is travel.
0: I was just fixing to say, I think that like Mallory and I have talked about this before and we have a very differing opinion on this because she went to Arlington, which Mm -hmm. means Arlington ISD, which means the furthest that they traveled for an away game was about 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, your body doesn't get tired. But we used to do basketball games on a Tuesday night all the way down in Taylor, Salado. That was two and a half hours on the bus. Right. Like after a full day of school. And that's... Travel is yeah. no. the main factor. And, and
1: that's that's the interesting thing is that, like, I don't think – I think that there is such a thing as home field advantage, but it's not necessarily – Oh, they're playing at this building.
0: Yeah, it's not necessarily. Oh, this turf is different than right. this turf. You I know, think, it's
1: I think the it's location. A, I think it's when we talk about home field advantage, we mean like a conglomerate of different mm-hmm. factors that all we kind of all lump into one bucket. But I want to take a look at how home field advantage played out in the twenty twenty two Texas high school football season. Uh, and so, uh, if you are interested, there we were all one, games here. There were uh, six thousand and seventy four regular season UIL Texas High School football games 6074 okay <laughs> 6074 now um and so right re- those are regular season games these also i believe um, yeah i also removed any games between non-varsity opponents. So sometimes, and especially the mm-hmm. six-man ranks, um, and sometimes the small 11-man ranks, you will have varsity teams that just play a, su- a sub-varsity team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I removed those. Or at All- new schools that aren't technically varsity. Right. Also, I removed games with teams from out of state. So if teams are going across a, a state border, whether a team coming in or a team going out, I removed those as well. So you're left with 6,074 UIL. Regular season Texas football games. I also removed the playoffs for obvious reasons, Mm -hmm. which are 90-plus percent of those games are played at neutral sites. Mm -hmm. Some are played at home for reasons that we can discuss, but 90-plus percent of them are neutral sites.
0: Yeah, and I guess And so there
1: there are—I'm sorry to interrupt. There are home teams, but that is functionally like— When North Shore played Mm Westlake— Westlake might have been the home team, but functionally, it was a neutral site game.
0: Right. I was just going to say, the only time that the, the that argument could come into play is like Grapevine and Colleyville when they play each other. They technically share a yeah. stadium, but realistically, one is and so, home and yeah. one is and away. So there are
1: some, and, yeah. and so. but I do think that the sample size is big enough that all those will come out in the wash. Yes. So let's start with this. Let's start with overall the wins and losses, which is overall home teams won 53.1% of the games. Yeah. 3226 to 2848. So home teams did win. If you are interested, the average margin. So if you believe in home field advantage and you want to look at what the what how much it's worth, the average margin, I didn't put this on a graphic. Okay. I was checking. <laughs> was about 2.2 uh, 2.2 points about 2.2 points a home team scored about scored 2.2 more points on average than visiting teams so that would kind of jive with the idea of um of, of about a three point advantage for being at home, two point two points. Especially
0: because if you want to, if you want to put it in terms of the NFL, there are so many more games being played with Texas high school football yes. that dropping down point eight points seems yes. very, very in line with each other.
1: So the, I, I want to take a look though, and I want to take a look comp- as far as because we have all these games. We have six thousand and what was it? Seventy four games. Six thousand and seventy four games. A lot of games. A lot of games. But not all of these were always going to be close that okay for example let me give you an example and i don't mean this and i don't mean to be disparaging somebody or to a team but um austin lbj mm-hmm. hosted austin east side okay austin lbj hosted austin east side now austin lbj very clearly the best team in austin isd austin east side still kind of retrenching itself, trying to get its feet back under him. That was never going to be a contest. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the game ended 96 to nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the question is, how do we kind of, how do we kind of sort for those? And so what I did was I took a look at the games that the DCTF computer projected to be within eight points. So the DCTF computer looked at these and said, these two teams are relatively evenly matched that we think this game should be a one score game. And here, I thought or no, go to the go to the next one. Oops, sorry. And here is the is an interesting thing. Visiting teams actually won the majority of those games, about 51.7% of games of games projected to be within 8 points by the DCTF mm. computer. So, close games Evenly matched games, the visiting team decided or was, was the winner. Now, one thing to keep in mind. The DCTF computer does build in its own home field advantage. It does have a small home field advantage built in that if you are home, you are going to be favored by a few more points. So I do wonder... If that comes into play, perhaps the, the home field advantage that we have built in on the DCTF computer for 2022 mm-hmm. was a little bit too big, yeah. right? That would seem to indicate, because ideally you want it to be perfectly even. Mm-hmm. It was an odd number, but you know what I mean. You want it to be even. I do wonder if that speaks to the computer having a little bit of, of a too much of a bias. home field advantage built yep. in. But then but but then I want to look at okay. So so you know uh um Galveston Ball beat Houston Northside 83 to nothing. We mm-hmm. can't really glean a whole lot from that Galveston Ball is at home. That doesn't mean that I don't think that home field advantage had a ton of to do with Galveston Ball beating Houston Northside.
0: No, it's got to be this coin flip type of games.
1: So I want to take a look at games that were actually decided regardless of what the DCTF computer thought.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Games that were decided by one score. So one score games, eight points or fewer. And once again, you see home teams did have an advantage here. They won 42 more games than the visiting teams. They had 51.6% of the regular season Texas high school football games decided by one score. That to me, this is in my opinion, the most, this this is, in my opinion, the most um, clear. If you are a, an advocate that you think home field advantage is a big factor, Here's this is the argument. thing you point to. Yeah, that you say in close games, in games that are decided by one score,
0: mm-hmm.
1: home teams won fifty one point six of them. And by the way, the average margin here was less than point two points. Yeah, between them, right? Less, but. Those small margins when you're talking about close games, they literally mean everything. Yeah. And so, does does home field advantage matter in Texas high school football? I think it does, a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Now, I don't think that a bad team at home is going to play a good team and suddenly that being at home is going to make the difference. Mm-hmm. But I do think that, especially when you're talking about teams that are relatively evenly matched, mm-hmm. and teams that we think that games that we think are going to come down to the wire, I think there's a small advantage for home teams.
0: Yeah, it would be interesting to take a look at the. And I don't know if this is possible, but to take a look at all of the games that the computer said were a pick'em game, mm-hmm. and see which side of the threshold that that fell on. I
1: might be able to do that real quick.
0: Oh, that would be interesting. You... But yeah, no, I think that I think that travel goes a long way into that i think that's the largest factor but then yeah too like you said there's just no way to
1: all right so there were 99 there were 99 pick them games okay okay and let me see oh geez oh i've got to sort this thing real quick you're listening to live coverage of me trying to do this uh trying to do the math tuesday Math tuesday real quick on i'm looking at a the spreadsheet. Okay, so there were. Oh, I say, ninety-nine games. Ninety-two. I. Nin- or no. So there were. Okay. There of the. Of there were ninety-nine pick'em games. Okay. Across Texas high school football. According to Dave Campbell's technical Computer, computer or the, the home team, won fifty-one. Fifty-one of the ninety-nine.
0: So you're going to be. Which like- means that
1: the road team won forty-seven. So there you go. Yeah. In a pick'em game. Right? Which is
0: uh, which? That sample size basically mirrors what we said by mm-hmm. the eight points or right. fewer.
1: Yeah, fifty-one forty-seven home team or uh, or, or uh, fifty-one forty-eight whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there's a look at home field advantage in Texas high school football. I think it matters. I don't want to go crazy about it, mm-hmm. but I do think that when you take a look at the numbers, home field advantage is on the whole meaningful, probably by about two points, mm-hmm. and in a close game that can mean everything.
0: Well, and I think in the neutral site games is when you can really see of like cr- how much crowd attendance matters because that's definitely just one of the small factors that goes into the large equation, but like you look at state games when when one side has a huge crowd, like you can feel that team play a little bit
1: different. So there it is. A look at Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. We're Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave And of course, us TexasFootball.com. Now, a word from our friends at VCR Now. <laughs>
0: Reach out to us today at info at VCRnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at VCRnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW.
1: Pickle, let's go to the hotline. We are heading to Milam County there in Central Texas. We're pleased to be joined by the new head coach of the Rockdale Tigers, Coach Hunter Hamrick. Coach, how are you?
2: I'm doing good, man. How you doing?
1: I'm excellent. How are things in beautiful Rockdale, Texas?
2: Well, shaping up, man. One day at a time. Um, Just Got some busy things going on as as any place. all, All head football coaches, ADs, making change this time of year, man. It's just coming in and coming into track season and tennis and golf and baseball softball powerlifting everything's going on man so just trying to hit the ground running try to stay, communicate with people uh,
1: this is a a return to uh to when, from whence you came there to uh, <laughs> uh, in in Rockdale you were their offensive coordinator back in the earlier part of the last decade or middle part of the last decade uh, before uh, a successful stint there at at Ingleside um uh, we we've read a lot. We we saw the, the the board meeting where everyone said what a great fit you were for for Rockdale. I'm interested in kind of flipping that question. What made Rockdale the right fit for you for for Hunter henrick and his family?
2: Man, it was just always you know. I started my coaching career down the road in Lexington, um, and just I had a great time there. I had a great staff. We always had great kids. Um, looked down the road where Coach Miller was in Rockdale and saw saw the same thing. Um, he was at the time he was building a program and. Had them going in the right direction, and we just always saw the uh, the talent level that they had, and um, you know, just when I had the opportunity to to jump on board, man, I just I felt like it was a great fit for me to uh, to get back in the Central Texas area, you know, and that was back in that in that decade when I took the OC job, and so the same thing, same thing, kind of with this deal now. you know, I just, uh, was looking for an opportunity to get back up this direction. My wife's family's all from the Waco area. Um, you know, so the, it's just a great opportunity, great place. Uh, we had, we had a, a fantastic four years here, just not only athletically, but, but also just the people we met in the community. And, uh, you know, Coach Miller just did a great job with this place while I was here. And, um, you know, that's the, it's different for sure. Going to a place where you're known and, uh, and if people kind of know what to expect from me and those type things. And I think likewise with us, it, it makes that transition a little bit easier on, on my family, um, just kind of knowing what we're getting, in, getting into from the get-go, man. So uh, always know there's talent here. There's the ability in multiple sports to play at a high level and compete at a high level and have an opportunity to win state championships. And that's uh, definitely eye-opening and a draw for anybody.
1: I have to imagine, though, that it it was a little bittersweet leaving a place like Ingleside, where you spent the last seven seasons. Um uh, you know, you, you took them from from 0 and 10 in his first year, or in your first year there, to, to four playoff appearances in your seven years. Um, there was a hurricane, there was a pandemic. You went through it down there in Ingleside, and, and, and yet the, was, was able to find success uh, on a consistent basis. I have to imagine that as 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 excited as you are to be there at Rockdale, that leaving Ingleside was not necessarily an easy decision.
2: No, man, that's, uh, anytime you're in that place and, you know, that's my longest tenure anywhere as a coordinator, head coach, any that type of stuff, you know, being somewhere seven years, you just, you develop relationships in the community and you're attached to kids, especially, um, that you've seen come up since the time they're in elementary school. Um, you know, this group of seniors that we had in Ingleside, that was a great group of kids uh, that we just, like I said, that we had an opportunity just to build a lot of close personal relationships. You know, not only me, but my family as well. And uh, got to see them do some things. Got the opportunity to go watch them in the basketball playoffs last week, which, you know, we hadn't been in the basketball playoffs in 12 years. And it was a big deal for both our boys and girls program. and Got to take my family back down and, and experience that with them and, uh, you know, it just it's it's a great community down there. Uh, the beach life is awesome. The facilities were unbelievable. Um, you know, just again one of the one of those deals that we just felt the time was right uh, the the for us and, and the family to make that move. But anytime uh, anytime you leave a place, man, it's hard to it's hard to sell that home and pick up where you've raised your kids for a little while for seven years of their lives and and seen a couple of them or seen one of them born and. Um, you know, it just it's it's definitely a bittersweet thing there, and just obviously we wish them nothing but success in the in the future, and and obviously I, I believe that they are set up uh, to have some good things going forward. You know, they just they know how to win, and um, and you know I think the the, the higher they may will work out for them, and I just think uh, they're they have the tools there to to be successful not only in football but in everything that they're doing right now. We're talking with
1: Hunter Hammer, the new head coach of the Rockdale Tigers here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation hashtag TF Today. Coach, you're, you're taking over a program that just missed the playoffs for the first time in a decade at a 3-7 and seven mark. Um, you know, that is extremely unlike Rockdale. It's a, an, an, an uncharacteristic down year. Uh, when you came in, in in December and and the first time you addressed your players as as head coach, what was your message to your guys?
2: man you just try not to you try not to overwhelm them too much about things that might be changing Um, you try to get them excited about things that that will be changing they're all going to be for the positives Uh, and you don't want to sit there and harp on on negative things, I think that's really easy to do. Is is to sit there and, and maybe focus on things maybe they weren't doing or they didn't accomplish and those type things instead of just looking at the, what they have gotten done and uh, where they've been in the past and even in the very recent past. You know, this is not a place that's broken by any means. Uh, 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 I don't think people look at it that way, um, you know, with a three and seven record, like you said, and not making the playoffs I mean, it's really easy for people to look at a place and go, well, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing type deal. And and, and I don't really think that's the case, man. That's, this place here was scoring 40 points a game on a team that goes and wins a state championship, you know, and, and they're in every football game. They're in the conversation. They're in the football game right there. And they're in the conversation at the beginning of the games before they even before even kickoff, um, so it's real hard for me to to look at it and, and just and, and see it as, as a rebuilding mode type deal. I really don't look at it that way. I, I think the the talent's here to to win games. I just think they were on the wrong side of of uh, uh, some events and scoreboard in different areas. And um, man, it's we're just real excited about what we have here. Um, like I said, not it's not just football, man. There there's there's tremendous talents in all areas of this community. Um, and we're just looking forward to, to building that and trying to get them all excited about being that. And you know, our basketball team did some great things. Our girls were right there on the cusp of getting into the playoffs, which has been the first time in, in quite some time here since, I think, 2016. And our boys' basketball team won some district games back-to-back for the first time. And I know that's not harping on much, but it's it, it was a big deal to, to see them uh, get there, you know, and that's not definitely not a credit to me. I had nothing to do with any <laughs> of that stuff. That's what's already going on here. So, um, yeah, they just, we're, we're, excited about what the place has to offer for sure.
1: Uh, I do have to ask coach because, um, I think we can all agree that moving is not the number one best thing in the <laughs> world. Uh, but also moving with three kids, uh, Ooh. is a, uh, is an, an event how did uh Hayes, hutch and mabry deal with uh deal with the move because uh cause that's a yeah. lot. So,
2: so so every every job i've taken you know i've always had the opportunity to elevate to a coordinator role or move on and i've always done that in the middle of the year cool. and this is the first time uh that i've had the chance to do it with my family it's usually me going for two or three months by myself and going and, and whether living in a camper or, or just somewhere that's Different, and it gives you the the opportunity to really just be around athletics and and your family's not there to experience that with you so we packed up we had a half day of school in december and uh we packed up the u-haul that afternoon i got rid of my kids got them passed them off on the grandparents mm-hmm. and we packed up we brought brought in 10 kids from ingleside that helped us load up a u-haul and and uh we pulled out that was that big cold front that came through in december we pulled out and uh, got here by midnight so we could wake up the next morning before the cold front blew in at 11. And, uh, man, they are they're, they're uh, they got to experience the coaching world uh, just full force, man, in December. So they're all in new schools. And, um, you know, we're, we're about to celebrate. Hutch has a birthday on Friday, so uh, we're, we're celebrating that. And he wants to go down and see his friends in Ingleside. And we had to do that for the oldest one in January for his birthday. So it's just uh, – it's man, it's a new experience for all of us, but, uh, I- I'm glad to have them here. Uh, you know, you, we sit there and we talk about it with them, just hey, you know, we used to be Rockdale Tigers and all this other stuff and uh just trying to jog that memory of theirs so it's it's not completely new to them and 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 seeing like Hayes pulls out his old pre K picture from when he was here in the past and he's trying to figure out these kids now as sixth graders and uh who they are and what they look like then and who his buddies were then, all this other stuff, man. It's it's a pretty neat deal for them. So uh we're loving it. My defensive coordinator, he's uh, he started yesterday. Uh, um, his family is hopefully moving in here in the next couple of weeks and, and uh, Mabry and their daughter are two months apart and they're, they're pretty much childhood best friends. So we're, we're looking forward to getting them back together and uh, that'll, that'll be exciting. And then they bought the house, two houses down from us. So that's oh, all wow. going to be a neat little experience, man.
1: <laughs> uh, it's going to be fun. He's Hunter Hamrick. He's the new head coach of the Rockdale Tigers coach. We sure appreciate your time. Congratulations again on the new gig. Can't wait to see what you guys do there with the Tigers.
2: Absolutely, man. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely, there he goes.
1: Rockdale head coach Hunter Hamrick joins us here, for Texas football today. Um, going, like I said, kind of a kind of a homecoming for him. Go, uh, you know, he was the offensive the coordinator there under Coach Jeff Miller uh, for a while before taking his uh, his uh, head coaching debut there at Ingleside. Did a really good job uh, there. You know, four playoff appearances in seven seasons, and and kind of turned them into a consistent force down there on the coast um, but now an opportunity to come back to, to Rockdale and, and, and try to you know like I, like I mentioned it, they, they missed the playoffs for the first time in, in, in 10 years that's a real if you look over the course of Rockdale history that's a real outlier and mm-hmm. um, I have a feeling that he's going to get Co- that Coach Hammer going to get the Tigers back and rolling here pretty soon. So we appreciate Coach Hunter Hamrick of Rockdale joining us here on Texas Football today. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's Second Favorite segment. Final thoughts?
0: Um, we had an announcement yesterday. Uh, Carter Yates announced that he has been hired by DCTF what? to um, oh hush to be our new college sports writer. So what? welcome Carter to the team. But also what? there w- hush you already know that. Um, there will be a massive Dave Campbell's college football announcement tomorrow. I believe hmm. tomorrow around noon. I don't know the exact time. Maybe two. Maybe they're doing it on ROF. I don't know. But be by the Dave Campbell social media channels tomorrow because big, big, big college announcement coming out tomorrow.
1: Do you know what it is? I do. Can you tell me?
0: You already know.
1: Is did you say it was Carter? Is his name? Oh my goodness! Huh? Didn't we just hire a college guy? Yep. So
0: we hired another college guy. Yep. And Ish got promoted to a college guy. And what? Powers is doing college stuff. and Golly.
1: We're we're growing. I don't we're know. If I moves. like this. There was a time back in my day oh Jesus. where it was just me go. and poochie
0: okay i mean if you want to go back to that we can all just leave you here to to do your thing let if, if very, that's what you would prefer let me be
1: very clear i don't want to go back to that
0: because i have <laughs> i mean if, if we can we can leave i mean right no, after in the show i'm popping
1: this thing into neutral i'm coasting <laughs> i'm done i'm done trying this will be great i'm glad you guys can try mm-hmm going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Campbell's, And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Hunter Hamrick of Rocktail for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please be your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.